0: Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 101. Yes, we made it triple digits and are now storming past it as we are at 101. Um, And uh, here we go. Uh, Plenty to talk about. Haven't done a chapter in a few weeks, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, And we'll get all right into it. And we'll start right away with the matinee moments, um, so I did go to, I did see a few movies, uh, since the last time I have recorded, um, I saw two in the theaters, and then I saw a couple just, uh, on other means, um, so Zombieland 2, I want to go see in theaters, um, you know, I, I I really enjoyed Zombieland when it first came out. It was kind of one of those under-the-radar type of things where I was like, oh, that, that could be good. And then kind of forgot about it and then eventually saw it and was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. And then, you know, you didn't really think much about it because, whatever, you thought it was kind of a one-and-done. And, and here we are ten years later, which is crazy to think that it's been ten years since Zombieland came out. But here we are ten years later and there's a new Zombieland. Um, and it's good. It's good. It's You know, it continues to kind of uh, you know, same sort of, uh, vibe of the first, um, film. Um, you know, it being ten years later, it's kind of, you know, interesting take on, like, what happens ten years later in a zombie apocalypse. I mean, not to say that D- Walking Dead hasn't kind of done that, too, but regardless, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a funny movie. It's a good movie. I mean, it's, it's nothing amazing, but it's, it's definitely, if you enjoyed the first one, you're gonna enjoy this one, and, And, uh, not to spoil anything, because it was kind of in the, there was, it was kind of in the commercials, but Bill Murray does sort of make an appearance. I mean, it's not really in the context of the movies, per se, but, um, it's in the, the, the universe of the movie, I guess. I I don't know how to really say it. Um... Then I went to go see Countdown this weekend, this past weekend. Uh, Countdown. Uh, if you're not sure, if you're not familiar with what it is, because it was um kind of a smaller budgeted film, you know, it was kind of one of those weird things where I was like, there really wasn't a horror movie coming out for Halloween weekend, so I was like, I guess this kind of filled that void a bit. I mean, I know there was. At one point, supposed to be a Saw movie coming out that Chris Rock was involved with, but I guess that got delayed. I'm not sure when that's coming out now. And, you know, you kind of, you know, since you don't really have the paranormal activity movies kind of like every Halloween, and there's no Halloween this year, as, you know, they took a year off after last year having a Halloween, and there was really no other big things. And, you know, Warner Brothers has kind of taken their approach to put it out near Labor Day, or the weekend after that, or whatever. Um... So, uh, you know, they didn't really have a horror movie to come up because, you know, they're kind of still, you know, well, I mean, they're, you know, <laughs> they're riding the coattails of Joker right now. But, you know, it too had just come out. So Countdown was kind of that void. And the plot of the movie is there's an app on your phone which tells you when you're going to die. Um, And I kind of thought it was going to be more of like a Black Mirror-ish type of movie. Kind of like that sort of vibe, maybe, but no, it ended up being kind of more like Final Destination in a way. But then there was like demons involved, so it was kind of like your regular old horror movie, whatever. Um, and it was fine, but it wasn't anything spectacular. It's PG thirteen, so all like the real all the deaths were kind of off screen and stuff. It wasn't really anything. Crazy or to write home about it was just kind of like yeah and i had another i had one more uh uh movie thing to do on my uh, showcase um, subscribe so i was like yeah whatever it's halloween i'll go check out a um um go check out a sorry to go check out a um you know um movie a horror movie but anyways uh also, El Camino, as it, as the last time I talked it was just about to drop on Netflix, it dropped. It also was like in very limited theaters. I don't I'm not even sure what theaters are or, or or whatever, but um um I didn't see it in theaters. I just watched it on um Netflix and you know, it, it was an interesting movie. Because it seemed like it would have been a cool concept for an episode, but obviously it takes place after the series ends. So it's like, all right, well, then you kind of what? Do you, how do you do this? And it's not in it, you know, it it sort of takes the same sort of approach. Um, well, not kind of the sort of I don't know. I wouldn't even say really the sort of I was gonna say sort of of a Better Call Saul, but not even really because like. Saul is mostly about what happened before he became Saul whereas this is like a lot of it has to do with what happened before you know he you know the ending of the movie or of the TV show I should say but then there's a lot afterwards so it's like I don't even know if it would be half and half but regardless um you know it doesn't it's a continuation of the finale I guess more so than anything else and maybe the last season sort of of Breaking Bad where you find out what happened with Jesse before he ends up at the meet um, with, at the end of Breaking Bad. So, Spoiler alerts for Breaking Bad if you haven't watched the ending. But the, basically there's a thing that happened at the end of the final episode of Breaking Bad and Jesse was somewhere before all this. And you find out exactly what happened with all that. Or, or more so what happened with that. And then... You find out what happens after that whole thing goes down, and what happens with Jesse. It's it's good, not amazing, but it was good. And you know, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like you're not gonna just watch that. It's not a movie you're just gonna pop on and be like, oh, this El Camino thing seems cool. I'll pop pop this on as a movie, Mm -hmm. which almost like is like, is it really even a movie? Then it's like the same thing I had, the same thing I thought about with Deadwood. It's like it's more of a continuation of the series, like another episode of the show. As opposed to oh here's a movie um, because it's like you're not gonna watch the movie unless you watch the show it'd be kind of dumb like you wouldn't even realize understand what the hell is happening um, but plenty of good cameos from older characters and whatnot you know you get to kind of revisit some of the characters you you know you missed or whatever but it's um, certainly if you're a fan of Breaking Bad you'll enjoy it but ah uh, it's a, does it did it need to exist I don't know. Am I glad it did? Sure, it was it was a decent two hour movie or whatever, however long it was. A kind of a continuation. You got to see your play with your toys again, I guess. You know, sort of thing. Um, in a different environment than say Bear Call Saul is is, but um, yeah. So you go. Uh, and then I checked out a couple of movies uh, that have been in the theaters recently or somewhat recently. Uh, I watched Midsommar, uh, which came out over the, s- the summer. S- surprise there. Um, it, um, it was an interesting movie. I don't want to say I loved it. I mean, I don't want to say I hated it. I definitely didn't love it. Um, it was just weird. It wasn't really scary. It was more kind of creepy. I don't know. It was about like this... Group of college students that go on a trip to like Sweden, and their one friend that's from there like brings them back, and it turns out it's like a culty type of thing. I don't know. It's it was just weird. I don't know. I don't know that. I really loved it. Uh, but uh, yeah, Midsummer. Um, and then I checked out Super Size Me two. Yeah, Super Size Me two. Um, of course, you may all remember Super Size Me came out back in. 04, I want to say, and kind of took took on McDonald's and kind of did its thing and whatever. The guy ate McDonald's for a month or, or or tried to, anyways. Um, and got sick and blah 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 and all that stuff and then kind of took down McDonald's and you know somewhat the fast food, um, the fast food world in general. Uh, this time he decided to take it from a different approach in terms of. Where does stuff come from? Sort of like to get any focus specifically on chicken. Uh, Super Size Me Two Holy Chicken, I believe, is the full name of the movie. So basically, he decided to open his own restaurant, own chicken restaurant, and kind of goes through all like the 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 processy of um you know uh you know how you get your chickens and how that whole whole thing works. So it's 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 an interesting. Uh, take on that. Um, I guess it actually he filmed it like two years ago but it finally made its way to like and it's been like in um like the festivals and stuff but finally made its way to theaters limitedly I guess a couple months ago and uh, I guess he's kind of go he, he then popped up a couple because you know spoiler alert but in the end he does actually open up a restaurant chain or a restaurant uh, not a chain necessarily but a restaurant in Columbus Ohio which is like the the ground zero for test marketing things and stuff or whatever. And I guess then he opened up a pop-up in like in New York, or he might've done one in LA too. A couple of different places. I think that he was planning on doing it. I know he did one in New York recently. Um, you know, it, it's an interesting take and it's kind of, you know, I get it, but it's also kind of interesting to see like how, like, you know, when people realize he's involved, like what they will and won't do or say, or, you know, people that do get involved, how they kind of get blackballed and stuff. It, it's interesting. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's quite as groundbreaking as the first one was necessarily. Um, but, uh, I mean, you know, if you're going to McDonald's and thinking, oh, the chicken's going to be healthier, it's like, I suppose, but like, really, not really. <laughs> um, Or any of those places, really. Uh But, whatever. It's... uh it is what it is. I did, in fact, get KFC for the first time in, like, a million years before I watched it. Just because I felt like, yeah, I should probably get KFC before I watch this, you know. And the KFC brought back their honey barbecue wings, which I used to, like, absolutely love. Back in... I used to eat those, like, all the time back in high school. And I don't think I've had them since college anyways. They kind of got rid of them. So, they were back. I had to give them. They were fine. I mean, they're nothing amazing. I for whatever reason I remember really liking them back in the day. And they were good. They weren't like terrible or nothing like but whatever more nostalgic than actually like anything else um But yes, but continuing talking about movies, there are a couple movies coming out this weekend that I do plan on watching or seeing um Friday we got The Irishman, uh the new uh Martin Scorsese film starring, like, all the Martin Scorsese people, which is coming on Netflix, but also in theaters. I think it's limited in theaters. Um, kind of one of those things where, like, um, you know, there's some weird rules about, like, how how many theaters or how long a movie has to be in theaters to actually qualify to be in, um, you know, to be... Uh, to be qualified for the Oscars and whatever, so clearly they had to put it out. in the theories, I know they did this last year with some other movie that I'm blanking on, but, um, I mean, just, it's, you know, it's Martin Scorsese, it stars De Niro, um, oh, but De Niro produced it too. It's got Al Pacino, it's got Joe Pesci, you know, it's got the regular old, you know, all, all the regulars in the in the Scorsese and, and whatever. But, um, yeah, so... Looking forward to it. It's apparently really long, though. I, I guess it's like three and a half hours long or something crazy. Uh, let me see. Uh, Two hundred and nine minutes, which is what? Uh, quick math that I blah blah blah. Yeah, three hours, three and a half hours basically. So yeah, it's it's not it's not a it's not gonna be. It would not. It'd be a tough theater watch. I will say, tough theater watch. But on Netflix, throw it on. Maybe watch an hour of it. Go get something to eat, come back, watch another hour and a half of it, go go do something else, come back and finish it. You know, you can always almost even treat it like a a series. Because it's almost as long as some episodes uh, or some um, seasons of shows that are on Netflix that people binge. Pretty much almost as long. Um, But um, that's coming out this weekend. And also, Terminator Dark Fate... Uh, the new Terminator movie, which recons everything back to Terminator 2. Or retcons, recons, retcons. I, don't, I never know the right words. So it's kind of going in that same sort of Halloween vibe from last year, where it's like that retconned everything back to Halloween 1, even though Halloween 2 kind of was like, eh, well, hmm, should it have, shouldn't have. I don't know. That's still questionable in my mind, but regardless. I mean, I guess it'd be tough to retcon back to Halloween 2. Because, well, whatever. It's fine. I don't want to talk about Halloween. We, I've talked about Halloween. You go back. As as it is Halloween, you can go back last year. I put out a whole Halloween special. I ranked all the Halloween movies. I would suggest you go back in the archives and check that out. Because it was a pretty good episode. And fits the Halloween vibe and talks all the way about the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. But my point is, so they're retconning it back to Terminator 2. Because in Terminator 3, spoiler alert, um, Sarah Connor is dead. This one, Sarah Connor, isn't dead. So, yeah. There you go. Um, so I don't really know how it works, but there's a Terminator. But then there's another Terminator that's not really a Terminator. But then there's the original Terminator, which is some version of the original Terminator. Because obviously it can't be the original Terminator, because that one got crushed. And it can't be the... Spoiler alert. <laughs> and it can't be the second one, because he dipped himself in liquid... Um, uh, liquid Magma Liquid Magma But and it's weird because it's like older version But they kind of did that in Genesis So I don't know how they're going to do that In this one where it's going to make sense that Where it didn't in Genesis Or different than it did not did or did or did not Or whatever in Genesis um, I don't know But they're reckoning Genesis Salvation, Terminator 3, blah 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 But I'm definitely interested I've heard it's better than Of Of previous three I guess Terminators I mean it'd be hard to be better than Terminator 2 anyways I mean Terminator 1's got this original you know vibe and kind of you know sort of that whole thing you can't really I mean you look at Terminator 2 and then you look back at Terminator 1 and it's like eh it's same, similar to like Empire and, and, and Star Wars or whatever you when you watch Empire Strikes Back and you go back and watch Shadow it's like eh you know and it's furthermore with the sequels and prequels or whatever but but in terms of just the movie itself it's like it's a really good movie but it's like it's not as good as Terminator 2 but it's not bad even though the kind of the vibe of it was very low budget 80s kind of whatever but at the same time it's like you can't do you can't you couldn't do that movie now and people and have people love it but at the but you can't take away from it you know what I mean um but anyways so those are the movies I'm definitely gonna check out this weekend, um, hopefully, that's the plan too. anyways, um, I also have Bruins game I'm going to, so, fit it, I'm going to fit everything in, there's just too much stuff to fit everything in, it's, it's just craziness, craziness, it is all craziness, alright, but I did manage to watch a bunch of TV, so, <laughs> and there's a lot of, there's a lot, you know, we're in the, right in the mix mix of all the fall season ZZZ stuff, some stuff has ended, finally, Um, we'll talk about another show that came to an end, um, this, yesterday, actually, last night, um, in a little bit, but, um, first talk about The Walking Dead, I already mentioned it a little bit earlier, it's back for another season, this is season 10? Right? Is it season 10 yet? Season 10. Um, the Whisperers are still whispering, um, you know, they still got the different zones, um, you know, nothing... Major has happened yet so far uh, I think we're three three episodes in If my memory is correct um, So three episodes in this season Nothing major really has happened There was something that kind of Was kind of major that went down In last night's episode Or two nights ago's episode I'm, I'm recording this on Tuesday So two nights ago um, So but I don't know, it's like what what happened and I don't wanna spoil it or whatever, if you haven't watched it. But what happened has happened before and then it didn't mean anything. So we'll see if what happens this time around, I guess. I don't know. Uh I don't know. It's been fine. It's nothing like it was, but it hasn't been terrible, I guess. So I don't know. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep watching it. I'm gonna keep watching it. Uh, of course there's gonna be a new spin off of Walking Dead, which I don't know if they've given a name yet um, that comes out later on, maybe next year, I think. I think whenever, probably whenever this is done? But then when do they start up Fear the Walking Dead? I don't know. I haven't watched Fear of the Walking Dead in forever although I've heard that's gotten better. Um, but I guess this, this new Walking Dead is similar. It's kind of set with kids that are grown up in so sort of like Judith a Judith character but a whole bunch of them that have grown up only knowing this world with like you know the apocalypse after the, or the zombie takeover or whatever you want to call it um so yeah um it's fine I don't know it is what it is uh CW um all those shows are back up and running uh, the Warner Brothers shows uh DC shows whatever whatever you want to call them the DC Warner Brother CW shows I guess um I I still can haven't got back into Black Lightning and probably won't but out of that uh, I did start watching Batwoman which is it's been it's been all right it's been all right she's finally like Batwoman now so okay I wasn't sure quite how much of it was going to be kind of her leading up to her being it or just her being it because we saw her in whatever it was last year which then spun off the series in and of itself. Um, Arrow's kind of winding down. I think it's it does it. I'm not quite sure because they're doing the whole crisis on infinite Earths, and they're definitely dealing with that a lot with Arrow and Flash. Not so much with Batgirl or Batwoman, I should say, and on um, Supergirl yet. Um, but I'm somehow it will get all mixed together. Uh, but I don't know if they're ending Arrow with that, or, or how that's working exactly. But then I heard they're spinning off Arrow into um, another show involving like mostly the women that are on the show. I guess I don't know. I, I, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know if that's been like actually confirmed or nothing yet. But certainly um, it's in the works, I guess. And I, I know I read something about it, but I or heard something about it, but I don't quite. I didn't quite understand yet exactly what it what it was going to be but uh, i guess we'll find out and or when it's going to start i guess too um Mr. Robots back i haven't checked out the uh latest episode but first few episodes have been okay i mean you know they're they're trying to wrap up everything so it's kind of like all right well where's this going to go blah 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 but it's not, it's it's been decent it's been decent so far um so, I mean, obviously I'll keep watching it since we're only, like, five or six episodes. I think until it's over. Um, and then the Briar Patch comes next. That's Sam Esmiles' next show. Um, I know that he's involved with Rosario Dawson. I don't know how I feel about that show. I might, I'll might. i probably check it out. I don't know if I'll watch it. Um, the Purge is back for another season. Um, so far, it's it's an interesting take they're doing this time around. So they the episode first episode started when it's in the middle, middle. it's like the corner middle to the end of the purge and then the purge is over and now it's kind of all the uh fallout from the purge um so that's interesting um interesting take um so I'll check that out uh Treadstone started uh basically Treadstone is kind of like I don't know Where it falls in timeline-wise with the Jason Bourne movies, but it's based off, like, the Jason Bourne universe with, like, the super soldier-type sleeper agents or whatever you want to call them, like Jason Bourne and and the Jeremy Renner character from the Bourne... Not the Bourne Suprem... No, the Bourne... What was the one that he was in? The Bourne... Legacy? Was that something like that? Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever the one he was in. So there's other people like that and now they're all waking up for some reason, and stuff's happening. They're all trying to figure it out. So it's it's decent. I don't, I don't know that I love it yet, but um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a couple, few more episodes and and let it go. Um, Watchmen started on uh, HBO. If you're not familiar with Watchmen, was it was an HBO? Uh, sorry, it was a DC miniseries back in like the '80s, I believe. It only ran for a few years. Um. Now I don't know if this is going to be a full series going forward. Or if it's just like an event series. I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I guess it depends on how how well it gets received. And how well it does and whatever. But um, obviously they did a movie. About 10 years ago or so. And the movie was more based on the comic. Whereas the show is not. But it's set in that world. And there are other characters. That are kind of involved with it. I don't know. So far it's okay. I don't. I feel like it. I feel like I don't quite understand what's going on half the time, which I kind of felt like that in the movie. I never read the comic or anything like that, so I don't really know how it all connects or whatever. But um, it's all right. It's all right. Um, what else is going on? All the ABC shows are are fine. Goldberg. I mean, Modern Family is obviously coming to an end, but then the school and Goldberg's are, are all. Still, still good. Still good. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing groundbreaking, but it's, you know, f- innocent fun. Um, South Park's still going with their uh, whatever they're doing. <laughs> uh, integrity uh, storyline. Uh, the owning the farm. They're kind of interweaving other storylines and stuff. They did a lot of stuff with the China, China thing, which then the NBA went ahead and screwed themselves on. Because they're idiots and didn't watch South Park, apparently. Daryl Marley from the Houston uh, said some stuff about China. And get, get, don't, don't say stuff about China when China's giving you a lot of money to uh, promote your product in their land. Um, yeah. Uh, and then LeBron got involved. And, of course, LeBron had to screw everything up because he's LeBron. Um, yeah. Um, that's fine. Always Sunny. You know, it, Always Sunny is a funny show. And they kind of do what they want to do. And at this point, they're kind of... I think they're just kind of... yeah, we're going to do these episodes and whatever. They're not really having to do anything, but... Sure. And that's how it's been. And that's fine. It is what it is. Um, and that's cool. Um, SNL, I haven't even watched this most recent episode. But the last... the season has not been good so far. I think everyone's just ready for the Eddie Murphy episode. Which I think takes place in December. I think people just want the Eddie Murphy episode. It's kind of like, well, there's no election, so who cares about that crap yet? Um and you, you said something about Eddie Murphy being coming back to the show, so let's just get Eddie Murphy back on the show and like who cares about all these other <laughs> episodes? And they're just kind of like, "Man, whatever, let's put out crap and, and maybe people will watch it." I don't know. I don't know. It's not it hasn't been good and <laughs> I don't I don't think it's going to get any better. It's kind of like last year, the Adam Sandler one. It's like, everyone was looking for the Adam Sandler one, and the Adam Sandler one was good. And everything else is garbage. Um, But it is what it is. I don't know. Um, uh, Robot Chicken is still going. Um, A couple more weeks of that. Well, so I think they're only doing half a season now, and they're going to do half a season later, because then Rick and Morty comes back, and they're doing half a season now and half a season later. So maybe they'll do that kind of like... Switch, switch off, off and off, on and off with each other for the next uh, few months or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's fine. Um, the Mayans, it's been cool. I mean, they've definitely more integrating a lot more of the Sons of Anarchy people. Uh, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, like, oh, that guy's, oh, that's the Sons of Anarchy guy. Oh, there's another Sons of Anarchy guy. Oh, there's a the Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, it, it does, but it's kind of like. Hmm, alright. I kind of want to just watch Sons of Anarchy now, you know? And I know, like, half of them died or whatever, but, like, spoiler alert, sorry. But regardless, I still kind of miss that, you know, environment more so than, like, say, the Mayans, I guess. But it's fine. Uh, American Horror Story continues just to be, uh, like, an 80s horror movie? Yeah, I mean, it's okay, but it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't get it (laughs) like it doesn't really it doesn't really work on the same level that some of the other ones have as much um the 80s vibe is kind of cool but like I don't know um and then speaking of the 80s the deuce on HBO ended its run of course it was reset set in the 70s and then they moved forward into the 80s now uh dealing with more of the you know kind of the changeover of New York City um uh, uh, you know, it's kind of just the shifting of, of kind of what happened with New York City, of course. I mean, obviously things completely drastically changed in the 90s, more so than the 80s, I think. But, um, you know, it'd kind of be interesting if they'd done another episode or another season, kind of what that would have meant or whatever. I don't really know the history of the Deuce specifically outside of the show. So maybe they kind of focused more on that and then things kind of moved out a little bit. But now, obviously... You know, things in the 90s kind of took over and and changed everything around. Um, But um, with that said, they did something kind of weird in this. Where, like, all of a sudden they flash forward to, like, 2019. And this whole weird thing where James Franco's character, or one of his characters, I should say. uh, Was walking down New York and, like, it was modern day New York. But he was running into all these people that were from the previous seasons and stuff it was weird I don't know if I really liked it it was it was interesting but it was kind of weird at the same time I don't know it, it was what it was I guess but then also when they were kind of doing that it's kind of like oh yeah that guy was on the other season oh yeah that guy is, that guy wasn't on this season it's like yeah you know what? the other seasons were better <laughs> but whatever it is what it is and now it's over so I don't know what's next for David Simon maybe another and there was definitely some sort of wire reference that I didn't or something that I didn't quite under—I couldn't quite remember. Now, like crap, like crap. Now, because one of the characters was like leaving New York, and was like, "Oh, I guess I'm gonna go down to Baltimore." And I was like, "I'm guessing he's making some sort of reference because he's like, I'm gonna go meet my cousin or something in Baltimore." And it was like, uh, he's got to be someone involved with something that has something to do with somebody that's involved in the Wire or, or that other show we did, The Corner. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's next for him. Uh, I'm sure HBO has. We'll let him do another show, though. They seem to be okay with him doing plenty of shows. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, and I'm sure they will have people that were in the wire on it. All right, and finally, uh, for TV, small, small, small screen sweeps. Uh, I did catch the new Paul Rudd show on, on Netflix. I watched this uh, season, Living With Myself. Are living with yourself? Is it with yourself? Or yeah, I think it's living with yourself. So basically, the premise of this is Paul Rudd's kind of in a rut. Paul Rudd is in a rut. Get it? Um He finds out from this guy that like there's a spa you go to and kind of just re- re- rejuvenates you. Um Now this is the this is the show that has gotten Tom Brady in a bit of hot water because the first episode he goes and. He, or Paul Rudd goes to the spa, and coming out of the spa is Tom Brady, and he's blah, blah, blah. But then there's a lot of uh, references to some salacious things that happen in spas that may have been recently involved in real life, IRL. Um, uh, Robert Kraft, and of course there's all this stuff with Brady not being happy with the Patriots, and now he did this thing that was making fun of Robert Kraft. He claimed he had no idea exactly how it was going to work or blah, 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 or didn't think it had any, you know, and kind of was upset about the producers kind of like twisting it that way. Um, but I mean, he mu- he had to have known, like, you just, you can't put yourself in that situation and not think about, like, what else is going on with other people around you and, like, how could this be twisted uh, around, you know? Um, but anyways, so, but anyways, he goes to this spa and then it turns out they're cloning people and then... Now there's two Paul Rudds, and uh, they have to figure out life, kind of like multiplicity. Um, yeah, it was all right. It's not bad. Um, if you like Paul Rudd, you will probably enjoy because there's twice the Paul Rudd, um, similar to the Deuce with the James Franco. But um, all right, um, so that's it for small screen sweeps. Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of shows on right now. It's probably more coming on too. I came. I don't even realize. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. Alright, let's move on to, um, well, I don't really have any news for Concert Concerto since I haven't seen any concerts recently. Don't plan on seeing any concerts up in, well, a few weeks from now, I guess. Um, <clears throat> right before Thanksgiving, going to see Still Panther. But that's the only thing I have coming up in terms of that. I haven't really listened to any new albums or anything like that. Um, so I don't really have much to say on the Concert Concerto part. But there it is, so let's move along, and unfortunately I wish I had better news in terms of um games for Greg, but unfortunately I never got around to playing Demon's Souls or Demon's Soul. Um do still plan on playing it. Unfortunately I just have been super busy with stuff and just haven't had the time. Uh too busy watching movies and TV shows and sports and whatnot. Um so yeah. Don't really have anything to say on that. Uh, hopefully, next time, well, yeah, we'll see. Next time, maybe, I can pick a new game because I did purchase a couple new games that I have not yet dove into that I do want to play. Not that they would necessarily come up on the random randomizer uh, in terms of being played, but I probably might just play them anyways. Uh, but we'll talk about those some other time when I actually do play anything. <laughs> but yeah. I got to get to that. I got to start playing stuff. Um yeah, it's just got to find the time. Um So let's move on to the Sports Splash Zone. Uh lots of stuff coming up um in the Sports uh Splash Zone. Um so the World Series is currently going on. The uh or I mean the game 6 is about to start at any moment. Houston Astros are up 3 games to 2. In a kind of an odd scenario where uh, Houston has the home home field advantage but lost the first two games at home to the Nationals but then went to Washington and won all three games in in, uh, in Washington. So now they're up three games two with a chance to win the World Series in, uh, as I'm recording this, the game starts in a little less than an hour. So there it is. Um, the NBA got started last week. Um... Nothing too crazy going on yet. Uh, Warriors kind of had a stumble to start so the Lakers, I guess, too. Um, it's still really early, so it's hard to know who's going to be good and or, or who's not going to be good. Perceivedly, who is going to be good may not be good and vice versa or whatever. Celtics stumbled in their first game against the 76ers. They didn't play very well. But the 76ers, I think, are going to be a good team, so it's tough to really fault them necessarily for that. It was in Philadelphia, you know, so it is what it is. But then they came home, beat Toronto, who admittedly probably aren't gonna be the same team they were last year, but um they were coming off of an emotional win at home opening night getting their uh rings and coming off obviously their first championship. So, you know you know, obviously they're gonna be a they're gonna be a contender, I think, in 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 the east. Um But the Celtics took care of them at home, at the home opener, and then they went to New York and took care of New York, who I don't think is going to be any good. (laughs) But we'll see. Uh, Then they got tomorrow, they got Milwaukee, so obviously that's going to be a big test because Milwaukee clearly is going to be another one of the contenders in the East uh, with Giannis and all of that. Obviously, you know, last year they got knocked out by Milwaukee, so all the more reason to come back and beat them as um, they do play... Milwaukee at home tomorrow, so there it is, um, moving on to the NHL, you know, we're getting close to a month in now uh, Bruins have been playing really, really well, 8-1 and 2, uh, they're playing right now against the Sharks uh, hopefully they can pull that one out um, obviously they're, you know, 8-1 and 2 is a pretty good start to the season, you know, they're continuing what they did last year at the end of the season, unfortunately they didn't quite get there, they didn't Pull out that last win they needed to pull out um, in Game Seven the Stanley Cup Finals. They did have the rematch of sorts, if you want to call it that, versus St. Louis this past Saturday, uh, and they won three nothing. They were at home, so you know everything. Everything's going well so far. David Pasnick has been uh, lights out. Uh, Tuca's looking really good. He had a shutout on two, uh, obviously on uh, Saturday night against the Blues. Uh, so yeah, everything's rolling for them. Uh, Buffalo's looked really good. They've kind of been the surprise so far, I guess, of the season. Uh, you know, it's still kind of early to really weed out who's going to be good and bad versus, you know, again, who was supposed to be good and bad and all that sort of, uh, nonsense. Um, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, uh, as long as the Bruins can continue to play to, you know, to the level that they're playing at, um, you know, because the one thing you got to worry about when you're coming off of Stanley Cup Finals and and you know win or lose, is obviously fatigue. And you know, I remember, you know, in 2011, they did this very similar thing after they won the Stanley Cup. They came out, they're all gangbusters. They were you know, had a great record to start the season, and then they kind of fell apart. Um, you know, the kind of the wheels kind of came off towards the end of the season. And they stumbled into the playoffs and ended up losing first round to Washington, if I remember correctly. Um, so, you know, you know that's obviously something you don't want. Um, you know, injuries is another whole thing. I mean, Dave Krejci has been pretty much injured the entire season so far. He's played a couple games, but he really hasn't been healthy. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it's, it'd be good to get him back healthy. But you don't want anyone else going down. I mean, you know, it's a long season, so you're going to have injuries here and there. But, you know, if you, you can avoid the major injuries... Um, you know, they're gonna be a great team. You know, I mean, there's, they're basically the same team last year, and like, you know, I'm granted Chara's getting up there and whatever, but everyone else on the team is just that much better. And as I'm speaking, David Pasternick scores a power play goal for his twelfth of the season now. I want to say, I want to say it's twelfth of the season. So, you know. He's on a roll right now And it's great to see It's great to see um, You know And obviously Bergeron and Marshall. You know The you know, one The one biggest concern I have For this team though um, You know Outside of obviously The obvious uh, You know Injuries or whatever From You know Fatigue issues And whatever um, Are that You know It's ba- ba- It's mainly been the top line And the power play That it, And basically The power play is the top line The first power play anyways that's doing all the scoring, I mean Bergeron marchand Pamannick are the guys that have scored i don't even I don't know what the percentage is, um but is it's pretty ridiculous in terms of um oh jeez, now they're reviewing it, of course, was he off sides ten minutes ago, and now they're just finding oh, I hate this stupid rule the guy you know you're off. there's a you're barely off sides in like a play that ends up not really even. It doesn't even matter that he was offsides, to wit, that he scored. Like you know, if if he is directly him being offsides means he's ahead of the pack and gets a breakaway and scores a goal, I get it. Okay, then then that that means something. But if it's just like entering the zone and he barely offsides but not in front of anybody, like I don't know that that why what does that matter? It's so annoying. I hate, I hate, I hate the, like, cause then you go down to like the centimeter of like where his skate was. And it's just like, that's not what the intent of the rule was. The intent of the rule was a guy's completely offsides and gets a, gets a, a, a breakaway and then scores a goal. Yeah. He was offsides. It shouldn't have counted. Um, on a power play when there's just entering the zone and a guy might've tiny bit been ahead of the play, but it, you know, there are other guys there and they, the, Goal doesn't come for like thirty years, fifty seconds later. Um, but uh, looking at this, he appears to be on side. So I don't, I don't know. What, I mean, but here, but here's the thing. Here's the rule: uh, the coach's challenges, and I believe, and I unless they keep on changing the rules. So I don't know what the rule is now. But if, from my understanding, if you, if you um, challenge and you're wrong, which they are, it is a goal. Uh, then you get a penalty. So now the Bruins are going to go back on the power play unless they changed it. I don't know. I guess we'll find out in, momentarily. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, you know, and the thing is, it's like, I, the, I would be okay with the challenges and, and all that sort of thing if, if there wasn't, like, guys, you know, clearly there's a coach watching a replay and can see the replay and they, they can challenge before the replay, but it's like, you know, you shouldn't be able to do that. There shouldn't be no replays and you have 30 seconds and you can't look at anything and you have to decide and that's 30 seconds whether you want your challenge or not. Then you show the replays. Don't show the replays or have guys be able to watch the replays then challenge because that's kind of cheating. You know, it's like it's like Madden video game. Um, I remember when they first introduced challenges to that, if you went and did a replay before you hit the button to do the challenge, they you couldn't do it. And by the way, yes, the Bruins are now back on the power play. There you go. That answers that question. So I, I'm pretty sure. I but I don't I can't know. I don't know if they changed the rule because they've changed the rule on what you can challenge and stuff. Um, uh, but I knew it was I last year or previous couple of years. It's been on offsides specifically. So I don't know if they changed it to mean other thing uh, for other challenges or if it's still just specifically offsides. That I'm not hundred percent sure because I know they changed a bunch of rules. Um. So yeah. Um. All right. So moving on. Um. The NFL is rip roaring ahead. Oh, we're about halfway through the season now. For some teams, um, some teams aren't quite there yet. But uh, with all the buys and whatever. But Patriots right now. Um. Um. Uh yeah, So Patriots right uh, now. The 49ers are seven and zero. On the flip side of that. The Dolphins are 0-8, and the, no, the Dolphins are 0-7, and the Bengals are 0-8, I believe. Now, the interesting thing about that, and granted, like, I I, I don't know that this would happen, but it would be, so, obviously, if the Patriots and, the Patriots and 49ers do not play each other, so they could p- conceivably play each other in the Super Bowl undefeated. It could happen, probably won't, uh, but it Potentially could happen, which would be like the greatest Super Bowl of all time or whatever. But interestingly enough, the Bengals and the Dolphins end up playing each other in week 16, I believe. Which uh, would basically be the battle for the number one pick. Although you want to lose, which is always the weird part of that. Um, so it would be, I mean, you know, who knows? They One of those teams might win before that or whatever and kind of ruin it. Um, but... As me and my buddy always just say, it's basically the we suck dot the we suck dot com crap bowl because it's like not the Super Bowl. It's like the opposite of that. So, but the the focus is the, the like the the thing is you want to lose. So it's like which team can like lose without like blatantly losing. I mean, in that case scenario where it's like oh you know to go oh in sixteen potentially. Although that wouldn't necessarily be the case because I think that's week 16. So I think cuz I think the Dolphins play the Patriots last week of the season which you know, depending on what the situation is might not mean anything but might also be one team going for 16 and 0 and one team going 0 and 16 and of course it's the Dolphins so there's always that aspect of it. Um and then um you know, I don't I don't know if the Bengals play probably Baltimore or, or uh, Cleveland or Pittsburgh or something. Um, so who knows? But um, it is an interesting scenario. But as far as this season and as far as where where things are at right now, Patriots have had somewhat of an easy schedule. <laughs> can't, can't deny that. Um, you know, people kind of thought this Cleveland game that they had this weekend was going to be, like, one of their bigger tests. Um, you know, potentially people thought maybe the Giants. But those are both home games. And, you know... It, Ultimately, neither of those teams were that very end up being very good. I mean, I don't think people really thought the Giants were necessarily going to be any good, but you never know. It's the Giants, Uh, but people kind of thought Cleveland was going to be good, and they just—they're not. (laughs) They're not. And of us, people thought the Jets might be good, and obviously, they're not. The Patriots have already beaten them twice now, Um, so I don't see the Jets again. But um, you know, next week you have Baltimore. Then there's the bye week. Then it's like Dallas. Kansas City, Houston—they're all right in there too. I mean, Buffalo again at at some point. Um, I think not till Week 16, but yeah. I mean, uh, the it's going to get tougher um, as the season goes along. I mean, as as you would expect. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah. Uh, I I mean I. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, do I think the Patriots can go sixteen and zero or potentially nineteen and zero? They could. They could easily could. Uh, will they? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But will they make the playoffs? Will they have a good shot at the Super Bowl? Definitely. I mean, they, why would they? Why wouldn't they? I mean, maybe their run defense isn't exactly the the best, but they're they get the they get the turnovers when they need them. They're they're pass defense is amazing um you know their offense isn't maybe the best either but when your defense is playing the way it is you don't you know that doesn't even matter um i mean they have the most ridiculous like plus minus in almost history of of the uh sport or something um but um Anyways, uh yeah, so NFL ro- rolling along uh Patriots and Sunday night game next week, so they got another they got a couple uh night games coming up soon, I think. I feel like I feel well, they just had a couple too. The Giants and the Jets and Pittsburgh earlier and the, the obviously week 1 and then definitely Baltimore and possibly Houston, I think is a night game. And that Buffalo game might end up being a night game, a Saturday game too, I think, down the line. I know the Kansas City game's at four, which is interesting. But that was one of those games that like CBS was like, nope, we're not allowing this one to be on whatever. So, um, And uh, who knows? When they start flexing games, they could potentially move other games up or something. I don't, honestly don't even know at this point. But be that as it may, it's still a long ways to go. We're only halfway through the season. Still plenty of more to be done. Um alright, so that's gonna do it, I think, for the uh Sports Splash Zone. Now it's now it's time to move on for Fights for Money. Um so we got a couple events coming up this weekend, but before we get to those, let's dive back a little bit, uh go back in the way back machine to the beginning of the month when I made some predictions for uh, UFC fight night, whatever it was, uh, back in Tampa on the 10th. It's a couple of fights, uh, that I made predictions for. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was his name? Um, uh, C- Cron Gracie, um, Ice Cream Cron. Was that his name? Cron Gracie he lost. I don't even remember we he fought, but he lost. And then Joanna, whose the last name I couldn't pronounce, and they couldn't either. She won. So yeah, one and one, whatever. There weren't a lot of predictions to be made uh, going back to that time period, but um, there are a couple events coming up this weekend: one UFC and one boxing related. Um, so first up, we'll talk about UFC 244, which is happening this Saturday. Uh, yes, it's Saturday. It's not it's not that weird Friday thing they did in Boston, which was kind of weird, but it's also like um. Uh, A pay-per-view But it's the ESPN Plus pay-per-view thing Blah, blah, blah You know how it is Um, So it's from Madison Square Garden New York City Um, There's the preliminary Preliminary card Which is on like Whatever The UFC Fight Zone Or whatever Um, What is it called? Fight Pass Um, And then um, The preliminary card I believe is on ESPN2 Could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's on ESPN2. Yes, ESPN2. And it probably starts, I'm guessing, at 8 o'clock. And then the main event taking place at 10 o'clock on ESPN Plus, pay-per-view, or whatever. Uh, So, there's only one real big match on this card. And that's the only one I'm really going to discuss about. And, um... You know, there was some rumors earlier about Nate Diaz maybe not passing a drug test, but everything seems to be fine and he's ready to go and ready to ready to fight because he almost said, "I'm not going to fight because they're saying these things or whatever." But turns out everything was okay, I guess, for now. Of course, they say that and then watch two weeks after the fight he gets popped for something, which was his whole point. It's like, well, if you're gonna just if you're gonna if you're saying there's something weird with my drug test and you're gonna suspend me for something, don't do it now and don't do it later after the fact, which I get, I get, because it's kind of like, well, you guys made your money, That that's kind of BS, like, if this this is happening now, tell me now, not don't tell me after it, um, what well, it turns out is fine, so, it is what it is, um, but of course, the main event is the welterweight battle between Jorge Medvedev and Nate Diaz, now, Jorge Medveded, uh, Masvidal, why am I saying Medveded? that's not his name, that's, that's the name of a... It's <laughs> the name of a of a of a, a video game that's coming out, I believe. Uh no, it's not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jorge Masvidal is what I'm trying to say, but um I'm having trouble speaking this evening for some reason. Um His uh nickname is Game Bread? I guess? I don't know. Anyways, he he has the distinction of having the fastest knockout in UFC history in five seconds, uh, which, um, it was recently, I remember watching it, um, when was that, it was UFC 239 back in July against, uh, Ben Askren, um, so yeah, and then Nate Diaz, of course, um, had the, uh, had some uh, epic fights against um, um, Conor McGregor. Uh, he beat him, and then he lost the rematch to him. And they hadn't didn't fight for like three years. And then back in August, he came back and beat Anthony Pettis, and now he's having this match back. Um, no, now he's having another match. <laughs> um, unless he gets suspended for drugs, it's there's. there's uh, whatever, whatever, um, uh, but, um, regardless of that, these guys have come up with a new title that they're going to fight for, uh, which Dana White was like, cool, let's do it, it is called the BMF title, which apparently is just going to be a one-time thing for this fight, evidently, um, sure, um, uh, yeah, so, um, Blah 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 blah. I'm trying. I'm trying to read this. Uh, the, uh, yeah. So there was traces of something um, in something, but whatever. It's fine. It didn't matter. They let him they let it slide. They didn't care. It was in some some uh, multivitamin he was taking. Apparently had something that whatever. Um, so, anyways, but to to more to the point here, the BMF, which stands for baddest mother, you can figure out the rest. Um, is going to be handed out. Now, there, were, there was rumors a couple months ago that The Rock was going to get involved and he was going to present the title to whoever won. And then nothing really came of that more. But now Rock has confirmed he will be at UFC 244 and, in fact, will be at the press conference on Friday to announce something. I don't know if he's just announcing that he's going to be giving out the title or there's more to it than that. I don't know, but he's going to be there at both the press conference on Friday and then the fight on Saturday and supposedly will be handing the belt to whoever uh, wins. Uh, So that that brings me to uh, my point. Um, uh, Who will win? And that's what we're going to try to figure out here. Ah, I mean, this is a tough one. Um... I think I go to Nate Diaz though. I think I go to Nate Diaz. That's my prediction. Nate Diaz. So there you go. Nate Diaz. Um. But also, Saturday night, while The Rock may be handing off a BMF uh, title, a uh, made up title to these guys um, in the UFC ring, the light heavyweight title. And Or one of the light heavyweight titles, I believe the WBO title. Um, shoot, I should have looked that up. Or maybe it's the BBC um, boxing title will be uh, defended on. It's not on pay per view, it's on The Zone, D A Z N, the streaming network. So if you're not looking for it on the pay per view, you're not going to find it. It's only on The Zone. Which you can pay, I don't know how much a month to get. Uh, but uh, Canelo Alvarez will be challenging, moving up in the rankings. Moving up a weight division to challenge for the light heavyweight title uh, against Sergey Kovalev. Um, he is currently the WBO light heavyweight champion. There you go. WBO light heavyweight champion, Saturday night, taking place in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand Arena. Uh, NGA Grand Garden Arena forgot the garden part of there uh, in Las Vegas not the T-Bubble which is which is interesting um, Bruins scored again very good uh, Krejci who I mentioned uh, had been injured is, is back he, uh, should have mentioned that he is back but he's you know been in and out of the lineup all season hopefully that's a good sign he's back he's scored in goals so hopefully he's all healthy and ready ready for the whole season there you go um Yeah, we got Canelo Alvarez taking on Sergey Kovalev for the WBO light heavyweight championship. Uh, another tough one. Another tough one. Um You know, obviously Canelo uh is still undefeated? Am I wrong about that? I mean, I know he finally he, you know, they had, Triple G had the draw, and then he beat him. But he, he hasn't lost anyone, has he? Oh no, he does. Oh, he lost to uh, Mayweather. That's right. Duh. Of course he did. Um, but that doesn't even count. Um, his last his last fight out, he beat Daniel Jacobs um, in um, in May, uh, which is which is you know Daniel Jacobs. Uh, it's a It's a bit weird (laughs) that, um, I, you know, I, he was, I mean, there was the, he was supposed to fight triple G again, and then it ended up not happening. So then he, he's fought Rocky fielding, flooding, and then Daniel Jacobs. And then there was rumors of another triple G fight that didn't end up happening, and now he's fighting Sergey Kovalev after Triple G had the match a couple weeks ago. Um, but he moved up. That was, I mean, that's part of the thing. He moved up to light heavyweight. He's challenging for a title. Now, what he, what he, I mean, th- that that's the thing, though. Because, um, like, I don't is he still a champion right now? How does that work? Because I know, like, he had to vacate some of the titles for, I don't know. I, boxing's weird when it comes to titles. So it's like, alright, he gets a title match, even though he's never fought light heavyweight before. Sure. I mean, I guess I can't argue with that logic in anything, really. Because, as we'll see in a minute, some guy's getting a title match that never fought before, either. Uh, but, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. My prediction for this match is... I gotta go canal. I gotta go canal. Yeah, going Canal. There's my prediction. But alright, so there you go. Saturday night, you got UFC, you got boxing. Lots of stuff going on. I'm going to be at the Bruins game. um, Although that will be over well before any of this stuff actually happens. I don't know that I'll watch any of it live. I'll probably try to catch some of it later. uh, But we'll see. Um, right, let's move on, shall we? Let's move on to the uh, turnbuckle time. It is turnbuckle time. All right, so I'm not going to go over everything that's happened on all the wrestling things in the last few months or last few weeks or whatever, but I will talk about the draft real quick. Um, some of my predictions on how they were right, how are they were wrong? Um, let me bring it up real quick. So I think I did a decent job of picking out the top guys, being which show they would be on. Um, you know, obviously I think the Seth Rollins thing was pretty obvious and Brock Lesnar, I think, were easy picks and then based off of those I thought they were um easy things to do. Um the one that was kind of that or I should say the two that were kind of big surprises, um, I would say are are Bray Wyatt being drafted to SmackDown, the Fiend Bray Wyatt being drafted to Smackdown. Although you couldn't you wouldn't be able to tell that based off of what's been going on the last few weeks. Um, and then Charlotte Flair being drafted to Raw, um, given that Becky Lynch was clearly going to be on Raw, Seth Rollins' reasons, um, and she's also the Raw champion. I mean, granted, Becky was the SmackDown champion at the time, she then dropped it to Becky, so then it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's a sign that maybe Charlotte's going to, going to Raw, and then she did, um... So here's the breakdown, as it were, as it were. Um, so on the Raw side, you had Becky Lynch, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. And w- let me just point out a few things about the draft that I didn't particularly care for. The, like I said, there there wasn't this Raw versus SmackDown general manager type thing. They made it about USA versus Fox, and it was like these nameless boardrooms with corporate people that were clearly just actors or whatever. And then Stephanie Mann just was like announcing the picks like it was she was like the commissioner or whatever or like of the NFL or NBA or whatever. It just was all kinda dumb, um to be quite honest with you. I mean I, I really I mean I understand the point of doing the draft, but if you're just gonna do it like that, just just whatever. Just announce it. <laughs> like just announce it like on the website or something. Which By the way, they sort of did because they kind of screwed up and put a list of who was eligible to be drafted on each show. And then as the show started, you realize they were were announcing people based on what the list was, which, real dumb, real dumb. But it's like, hey, you know, they should have just, it's going to make it this dumb in the way they did it. Because, you know, some of the drafts in the past have been cool, some of them have been eh. But, I mean, I like the one from last time. Although, I don't typically... I mean, I get that Raw's three hours, SmackDown's two hours, whatever. So, every three... Uh, for every three picks, they... You know, Raw gets, SmackDown gets two. Which is a bit stupid and dumb. I mean, obviously, the original draft, way back in '02, when you have Vince McMahon and Ric Flair drafting, you know, for SmackDown and Raw. That was cool. I mean, they've had all those weird, like, supplementary drafts, like, shake things up and and whatever, which some of them were good, some of them were stupid, but it was, like, never like, oh, you're drafting the whole roster again. It was kind of like, oh, a few people are moving here and there, which, you know, I get from the standpoint of, like, well, you're not going to switch up the rosters every time. Just move a few guys here and there and freshen things up a little bit. I get that. Um, But anyways, uh, so, Becky Lynch was topic for Raw, well... The top pick for raw on Smackdown so that was the other confusing thing a bit and it made sense I guess in it in that well you're gonna start the raw start the draft on Smackdown but then continue on raw you're not gonna have all the top picks go on Smackdown and then draft like the secondary you know guys on raw so they split them up the way they did which was whatever it just it seemed weird and awkward the way they did it but anyways uh so Basically, it brings out like this. Becky Lynch, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, Bobby Lashley, then Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, Natalia, Eric Ivar, then Nikki Cross, Montez Ford, and T- Angelo Dawkins, EC3, Eric Young, Sin Cara. We're all drafted on, are drafted on SmackDown or sp- shortly after SmackDown. There was a few guys that were then assigned to uh, Raw SmackDown and one thing to note was Alexi, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were drafted both no I'm not talking to you I'm not talking to you hmm, I don't know that one. yeah because I wasn't talking to you uh, they were drafted separately um, even though they were advertised as a tag team and you could draft tag teams together but then they were both drafted to Raw but then they were turned around and st- traded to SmackDown. So it's like, what? I don't know if it made any sense. Uh, and then uh, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, Sasha Banks, Braun Strowman, Lacey Evans, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, Graham Matali, Kalisto, Lince Dorado, Otis Tucker, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, Heath, Heath Slater, Tamina, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel all drafted to SmackDown on SmackDown. We were Raw, then Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Andrade, Selena Vega. Uh Oscar Skyri Zayn who Oscar and Kyrie Zane who are the SmackDown Tag no, the what are they the women's tag team champions um can now go on any show and defend the titles, but if they lose them then they go back to Raw. That's how they explained it. Um similarly to how the twenty four seven championship I guess worked too. Although we'll get to that in a minute. Um, what, what the heck did I do here? Um, okay, uh, where was I? Uh, yes, Rusev, Alistair Black, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, Eric Rowan, Buddy Murphy, Jinder Mahal, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neal, Liv Morgan, Noah Jose, Mojo, Raleigh, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Peyton Royce, Pili Kay, Sarah Logan, Ikum, Rezar, Lana, and Paige were all then drafted to Raw, either on Raw or shortly after Raw or later on Raw, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, and then Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, who unfortunately has since got injured. towards Achilles will be out for some time. Uh, Big E, Daniel Bryan, Bailey, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Ali, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Carmella, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable, Elias, or Shorty Z, sorry, let me go to Chad Gable, aka Shorty G now, that's what they're calling him, Shorty G, Elias, Drake Maverick, Cesaro, Luke Harper, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Dana Brooke. Now, it's kind of weird because like, so as you may have noticed, Carmella no, R-Truth. I can't remember now who was the 24-7 champion when they uh, did the draft. But regardless, R-Truth then got it. was on a Raw. But then he got piqued by one of the Singh brothers. But the Singh brothers aren't on a roster. But they're on 205 Live. But then no one knew what was going on with 205 Live. It was the first week it was supposed to be on after SmackDown on Friday, but then it wasn't. Then they moved the NXT Championship to, or the Cruiserweight Championship, to NXT. But then they didn't announce anything for 205 Live. But then they brought it back, and now it's back. But now Leo Rush is the NXT Champion, NXT Cruiserweight Champions now in 205 Live, which isn't on NXT. It, it's all really confusing, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I don't know what they're going to do with 205 Live for now. It's just back to what it was. But the Cruiserweight title is now the NXT Cruiserweight title for some reason. So like sometimes guys are on NXT too. But then as you can see, some guys are on Raw. I don't know. It's, it's It's really kind of confusing. Hopefully eventually they figure it all out and kind of maybe make 205 Live kind of part of NXT. Or at least like... After NXT, so it's like somewhat connected to NXT, especially if it's going to be the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, as opposed to being on SmackDown, but then guys are on Raw too. Confusing, confusing. And then Drake Maverick, I don't, know, I don't know if he's still the commissioner or what, or the GM or whatever he is anymore. But anyway, let's let's move on. Um, NXT has been solid uh, going up against AEW. They've both been really good shows. Um, You know, there's issues with both of them still. They're not quite there yet um, in terms of, of, you know. And their viewership hasn't been amazing. But honestly, no viewership for any show has been amazing in recent recent months. Uh, People just aren't watching TV like they used to. Now, if they factored in DVRing... And all that. I wonder what the numbers actually would be look would look like. But you know, the next day they just announce, "Well, this got this many viewers." But it's like, yeah, we'll give it a week and see how many people actually watch these. But then it gets confusing because you don't know, especially with NXT. But and that's true, and it's true. I guess somewhat with AEW too. Is like AEW's TNT's been replaying AEW here and there um, after it airs. So, some, sometimes right after, I think they the replay right after, but like last week did it on Friday night. They've been doing it on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays, just randomly times. Um, so, it's like if you added up all the. And there was like a simulcast one time because there was baseball and they weren't sure if it was going to be on TNT or True TV and ended up being on both. But it's like then you factor in those numbers, factor in all the replays. It's interesting to see how many people actually watch it there. But then on the next T, it's like, well, then it goes on the network. So it's like, well, if people DVR'd it while they're watching AW, how many people then watched it or watched the next day on the network? You gotta factor that stuff in too, and, and they really don't. And, you know, I feel like that stuff's easier to track these days than it was like, say, back in the Monday Night War, uh, back in the 90s. It's like, well, someone might have fe- recorded, recorded it on a VCR and watched it later. And then giving it to a friend to watch. It's like, I don't know how to, how would you track that? Um, you know what I mean? Um, it's like, well, I'll I'll watch Raw and record it. You watch Nitro and you record it. And then I'll switch tapes. It's like, well, you can't factor in that the other person then watched Nitro or Raw. Uh, You know, but I feel like today's day and age, it's easier to factor that in. Now, Obviously, people aren't watching TV the same way they used to. It's certainly not live the way they used to. Um... But, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird comparison. But, anyways. um, Yeah, AEW and NXT are doing doing, doing well. Uh, Finn Balor turned heel on uh, Johnny Gargano last week. So, that was a big, like, kind of one of their bigger angles that they've done so far. I mean, it's mostly just been, like, kind of cool matches here and there. I would say for both, sort of. I mean, outside of, like, the inner circle with Chris Jericho or whatever. Um... It's just been a bunch of matches on AEW, which is fine. It's fine. You got to establish your talent before anyone's going to care about their angles. I get it. Um, you know, same could be said by NXT, but then now have Finn Balor come in as this big, you know, deal, but then have him turn heel. The big deal heel, as I like to call him. I, I, I've never called him that. Um, so yeah, there it is. I mean, but then just in terms of all the wrestling, NWA. I watched one of the power. NWA Power, which airs 206, 206, 605 on Tuesdays is what I meant to say on their YouTube. I watched one episode. It was like, eh, it's got this old school vibe. It was kind of cool. But at the same time, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it was like fun to watch like once and maybe maybe I'll watch it again a few times here and there. But I feel like the novelty of it's going to kind of wear off and then it's just going to come down to who they got. And it's like Damien Sandow and Mr. Kennedy. I don't. I don't know Magnus. I don't know if that's enough for me, or Nick Aldis. Sorry, I called. still call him Magnus. Um, I don't know if that's enough for me to care. In addition to that, Impact is now on Tuesday nights. Uh, it's on probably right now as I'm speaking on Access TV. Um, you know, I'll, Anthem that owns. I've talked about this before, but Anthem that owns. Impact bought um, a controlling interest of access from um, uh, Mark Cuban and now is putting on their show. But they also still have New Japan Pro Wrestling, which now have announced that they're going to branch out more to the United States. Now, they have been the last couple of years. They've had shows here in the United States, but now they're going to actually have like a specific brand in the United States. don't know exactly what that means. They haven't really... Explained it really But basically They're like They're gonna have like A separate roster That's kind of just In the United States How that affects Their deal with Ring of Honor And that whole thing I don't know That might be done For all I can tell Um But it'll be interesting To see how that Infects these other Companies (laughs) Because it's like Well New Japan's Looking for new talent In the Specifically in the United States It's like well If you're Out there On the independent scene do Do you Do you go to Ring of Honor. Do you go to Impact? Do you go to AEW? Maybe NXT. Now you can go to New Japan. There's lots of options, but it's also maybe watering down the product a bit. I don't know. We'll see. There's just a lot. There's a lot of wrestling on. It. It's it's hard to keep track because not only is there NWA on Tuesday nights and now Impact too. There's also AEW Dark. It's like I can't keep up with all this stuff. You know, I it's just it's way too much. Um, not to mention, you know. New Japan has its show on Access on Saturdays. You got, obviously, NXT's two hours, Raw's three hours, SmackDown's two hours, you got NXT UK, it's an hour, you 205 Live, that's an hour, if there's a pay-per-view, that's another three or four hours, to, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, and I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, um, so Raw SmackDown are now gravitating towards their new brands. Uh, they're, they're, I would say they're new um, rosters, I would say, on the brands. Um, but, you know, it's still kind of eh, because there's this pay-per-view with Crown Jewel coming up. And it's like kind of already started building towards. And then you have The Fiend, who's on SmackDown, but he's challenging Seth Rollins for the Universal title. And there's also Team Hogan versus Team Flair, which is a bunch of guys kind of mixed together on both shows. And then it's like, then you're going to go to Survivor Series where the whole gimmick for the last couple of years of Survivor Series have been it has been Raw versus SmackDown. So then if you're going to have Raw guys versus SmackDown guys, it's like, well, they haven't even established that they're their own things yet. And now they're going to fight guys on the other. So I don't know. Maybe they'll switch it up. Um, but it just seems like way too quick to care. It's like, oh, my brand. It's like you've been on the brand for like a month. Like, what do you care? And now you're fighting a guy that, Two weeks ago, you were teaming with because you guys are on the same brand. It's like I don't know. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what they do with Survivor Series. It could be interesting if they make kind of, kind of change it up because it's just like one time a year the guys fight each other. Yeah, but they just you just established the brands. Um, it's like what, like what, but you know, it's kind of like ugh. Have them to be separate for a bit. Um, I mean, I still think they should go to separate pay per views, but I, I guess that was way too much. And um, when they try to do it couple years ago or whatever Um, I mean I don't know that they need to add more pay-per-views but just have separate pay-per-views that way you're going to have different guys on the pay-per-views as opposed to it being the same guys on every pay-per-view I get the logic though it's like you want your bigger stars on the pay-per-views so people are ordering the network to watch the pay-per-views but it's like you gotta have other guys be on the pay-per-views to establish them to build them too I mean I don't know I don't know that more pay-per-views was the answer either, though, because it was a lot. And especially when you have, like, new companies and stuff, you know, or, you know, whatever, like AEW and whatever. And NXT, obviously, jumping up and it's where it is. It's just a lot. It's a lot. So, we'll see. But, alright, let's move on. Um, Before we get to WWE Crown Jewel, which happens this Thursday, Halloween, um, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the Sharks just scored... World Series just started as well. Um I do have a slam crate, and like I've said before, I keep on forgetting to post the pictures of the previous slam crates. Now, in addition, I don't know when this is supposed to be from. I feel like this is the summer one, even though it's almost Halloween. Um at least this time around they did actually put it in a WWE slam crate box. I suppose the last time it was just it was in a glute gaming box. Or whatever. Um interesting to see, it still says Loot Crate, even though I believe they're called something else, or they got bought by somebody else. Maybe they didn't change the name. I don't know. Either way, I'm going to open this bad boy up, and let's find out what I got. I'll take pictures, just in case I ever remember to post them to the blog. But let's see what we got. Alright, so right off the bat, I am seeing a Jeff Hardy shirt. Um, It says, Team Extreme. Brother Nero, twist the fate. Um, it's kind of a cool shirt if you're into Jeff Hardy. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot, lot to process if you're wearing it though. Um, it's a big old painted up Jeff Hardy base, and there's lots of paint and stuff all around it. Uh, what else we got? A championship series stars championship start. WWE Slam Stars Championship Series collectible bust. I got one of these in the last one. I forget who it was, but this one is Becky Lynch. I'm not gonna open it up, but there it is. Then we got um, what appears to be a s- Stone Cold Beverage Company. It's like a um, portable, like little, like cooler for like cans. I believe. I don't know what these things are called. I've seen them before. Um, That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then they're continuing the pin thing. Oh! Whoa! Wow! Excuse me. Um, The little pins have always been championship belts. This one's just Roman Reigns. So I guess they're done with the championship belt thing. Maybe last month was the SummerSlam one? I don't even know. Um... Okay, so they don't give you a little card that says what you've got and whatever, but they give you a card with a UVC, or whatever, what are these called? QR codes, which I'm now supposed to look up and find out more about my stuff. Um, Yeah, only four things in there. Yikes. Yeah, I'm glad I canceled this. Unfortunately, I should have canceled it before I renewed it. Whoops. Um, It's not been great. not been great. Um, But here we go Um, Where is my Here it is So let's see what we got here Nope Oh what happened there Okay so Yes this was a summer splash crate Okay Couldn't, Couldn't be bothered to actually print these things out You have to go online to uh get the information. Um if it will load, which it doesn't seem to want to do, so that's always cool. Uh blah blah blah. Here we go. Um Nope maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Nope. What do I got? What's going on here? I don't know, this thing stinks. Um it's fine. Okay. No wait 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 wait. wait. Oh, here we go. So yeah, the exclusive Roman Reigns oversized art pin. Okay. Overcoming adversity is built into Roman Reigns' DNA. Give give big ups to the big dog with this big pin. Cool. Exclusive Becky Lynch collector's bust. She was the first to hold hold down the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship titles simultaneous. No wonder they call her the man. Celebrate Becky Lynch's me, meteoric... I can't say that word. Rise to greatness. And the next collectible bust in our series. Exclusive Jeff Hardy t-shirt. Take a high flying leap off diving board into this t In this t featuring the charismatic enigma himself. And all his team extreme glory. Uh, I'm not going to be diving off the diving board. It is Halloween. And then exclusive Stone Cold... Steve Austin cooler Um, a cooler to keep your beverages cold give me a hell yeah keep your summer beverages nice and frosty while you're on the go with the Stone Cold Steve Austin cooler it's probably the best thing out of the box is the cooler but really that's not a whole hell of a lot of stuff in there alright not great Um, it is what it is I guess let's move on talk about some crown jewel action coming to you from Saudi Arabia on um, October 31st, 2019 from the, hold on, let me get this right now, from the, in Riyadh, uh, from the King Fahd International Stadium. No idea how many, how many, how many people that holds. couple thousand, I would assume. Um, maybe a couple tens of thousands. I don't really know. But regardless, uh, let's go over some of the matches and talk about what I think is going to happen. Um, i bring it up. Here we go. So first off, they announced for the pre-show match will be a 20-man battle royal with the winner uh, getting a title shot for the U.S. title against AJ Styles later on in the show. So the participants are Sanjay Sanjay Singh, so, I'm sorry, Sunil Singh, not Sanjay. Is there a Sanjay Singh? Samir Singh is the other one, right? Sunil and Samir? Is that their names? Whatever. Sunil, who I believe is the one that won the 24-7 championship, but the other Singh brother isn't in the match, which is confusing. Um. Eh, yeah, Sunil is the current... 24-7 championship champion. So I wonder if they're going to have the 24-7 rule suspended for this match or what the deal is with that because that would be weird. Uh, but regardless, Sunil Singh but not Samir, um, Mojo Raleigh, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, Sin Cara, The Brian Kendrick, Titus O'Neil, Tony Nese, Akira Tazawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Luke Harper, Cedric Alexander, Heath Slater, uh, Umberto Carrillo, and No Way Jose. So, for my prediction, it kind of goes back to what happened just the other night on, on Raw. Last night, as it were. Um, so Umberto Carrillo had fought Seth Rollins, uh, last week on Raw. And then this week, <clears throat> AJ Styles is kind of like, hey, you had a good match. Um, you know, you, You've fought one of the champions, fight a real, another champion. And then they had a match, AJ won, uh, but then kind of like went to go shake his hand, but then pretended not to shake his hand, and then Carrillo attacked him, and then they beat him up, whatever. So with that said, kind of makes sense that Umberto Carrillo would then win this to get a title match against AJ Styles. So with that said, who do I think would win that title match? Well, I don't think AJ Styles is going to lose the title yet. So, I think Aegis Styles wins that match. Uh, moving on, we have a match. Um, on, let me get rid of this. Uh, we have um, Cesaro taking on the Saudi Arabian superstar, Mansoor, who I believe is in I.C. right now, but he won the 50 man battle royal last time out in Saudi Arabia. So, now I'm just giving him a match against Cesaro. So, I think. Monsour is kind of the easy win here in front of the hometown crowd. Give him a nice win. Um, there you go. Next up is a tag team tournament to determine who wins the WWE Tag Team World Cup to determine the tag team champion. No, nope, not the champion, but the best tag team in the world, even if they're not champions, I guess. I don't know. Uh, we got the New Day. Biggie and Kofi Kingston because Xavier Woods is obviously out injured. Dang, on the Viking Ravens, Viking Raven, Vi- the Viking Ravens. No, the Viking Raiders, the other, the other NFL team. You got the Vikings and the Raiders, not the Viking and the Ravens. See, I'm getting confused because the Patriots are playing the Ravens, not the Raiders, this week. Um, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, uh, versus Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker, the Luch House Party, Lince Dorado, Grand Graham- Metalik, and or. Kalisto, and I guess, you know, I don't know who the two are going to be. Kurt uh, Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus the Revival, Scott Dawkins and Dash Wilder, who are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, obviously, with the heavy, the Viking Raiders or the Raw Tag Team Champions. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, the Viking Raiders won the Raw Tag Team Championship from Bobby Roode and, um, and Robert Roode, sorry, and Dolph Ziggler uh, on the draft night from... During Raw, the Raw for the Raw portion of the draft night. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and they're still undefeated. <clears throat> uh, then there's the OC Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and the B Team Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. So, with that said, given that the Viking Raiders have just won the Raw Tag Team Championships and are still undefeated, feel like it's only appropriate that they will continue to be undefeated as they are the Raw Tag Team Champions, and the Viking Raiders will win. There so you go. Uh, next up you have uh, Team Hogan taking on Team Flair. So Team Hogan consists of the captain, Robin Reigns, along with Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali. Uh, Hulk Hogan and um, uh, Jimmy Hart will be in the corner. And they're taking on Team Flair with the captain, Randy Orton, then King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre. They will have Ric Flair in the corner, but not Sami Zayn because he's not allowed in Saudi Arabia because he's Syrian or whatever. Whatever the weird political excuses or whatever. Also, absence from the show, you'll notice Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan who refused to work the show in support of reasons. I think Kevin Owens just supports Sami Zayn. Daniel Bryan has an issue with something. I don't remember exactly some reason why not, I didn't want to do it. Um, as John Cena then refused to do it either. I mean, sh- certainly there are other guys that aren't on the show this time around. Like The Undertaker. I don't think that's because he wouldn't do it. Just he's not. They just said not to have anything for him. Um, you know, obviously Goldberg, the Goldberg match he had last time didn't go so well. But like Triple H isn't fighting. I mean, Shawn Michaels had that one match too. So Kane's not there. Um, he's busy uh, running... Knox county um but anyways, uh yeah, so I think team Hogan's gonna win I think this is pretty easy um win for the faces I mean I think most most of the faces are gonna win, I feel like they usually do and in um in Saudi Arabia that it's kind of a glorified house show, so there it is um next up we have. Tyson Fury taking on Braun Strowman. Now the rumors are that Tyson Fury is getting paid fifteen million dollars, as he is the undisputed, despite the one disputed, although he has one draw, um, heavyweight champion of the boxing champion of the world. He has one of the belts of like seventeen, so sure. Um, Tyson Fury taking on Braun Strowman, Um, supposedly getting fifteen million dollars. Although people are not totally sure that's called coming from the WWE or he's just getting $15 million to go there from maybe the Saudi Prince. It's unclear. Unclear where the money exactly coming from but supposedly $15 million. Um They haven't used it as like a storyline like they did with Floyd Merriweather where they said he was getting some crazy number to, to be to be um, to be at WrestleMania and even though that number was Not nearly what they said it was, but it was still significant uh, from what I remember. Um, Meanwhile, update on the World Series is now 1-1 in the bottom of the first, so both teams have scored one front run so far. Um, But anyways, back to the thing. I think Tyson Fury will win just because, I don't know, they're bringing him in, in, in kind of as a big deal. Braun Strowman doesn't really win matches, so what's the difference? There you go. Um. All right. Next up, we have the Falls Count Anywhere match for the WWE Universal Championship, in which the match cannot be stopped for any reason. They keep saying that, and it sounds weird because they should have said the match can only be stopped by the matter. The match can only be won by pinfall or submission and cannot be stopped by the referee, which is probably what they should have went with, instead of, the match cannot be stopped for any reason, which sounds like even if you pin somebody, the match doesn't end. Or, like, make someone submit, the match doesn't end, it just keeps going forever. Because it can't be stopped for any reason. It sounds weird. Um, I mean, there, you know what happens when you make people assume, um, so... I don't know, They feel like they should have worded that better. But anyways, it is Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. Now, given that Bray Wyatt is now on SmackDown, or The Fiend Bray Wyatt is on SmackDown, or whatever, um, you know, and Seth Rollins is obviously still on Raw. Now, that doesn't mean that The Fiend wasn't on Raw, or Bray Wyatt wasn't on Raw, because he's also shown up on Raw and attacked Seth Rollins. Showed up on Smackdown with Seth Rollins. He was in the funhouse on Raw. Which then... Seth Rollins burnt down. But then he rebuilt it and was on Smackdown. So it's a bit confusing what show he's supposed to be on. Now if he wins the title, does that mean he moves over to Raw? Or does he bring it to Smackdown? I don't know. Although, there is one scenario where that would maybe possibly make sense. We'll talk about it in a second. Um... But with that said, I do think Seth Rollins will retain here. He'll win somehow. I don't know how. Maybe he'll do the forklift thing like he did Rowan. And he stole the idea from McFoley from the from the uh, halftime heat from 20 years ago. I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll use some other sort of machinery. I don't know. But regardless, I don't think Seth Rollins is going to lose the title. He'll keep it. And then maybe Bray Wyatt will... Move on to something different on SmackDown. But if The Fiend were to win and then bring the Universal Championship to SmackDown, which they would inevitably have to make blue instead of red, um, how would you then maybe move the WWE Championship over to Raw? Well, that brings us to our main event where Brock Lesnar defends the WWE Championship. Against Kane Velasquez. Now, talked about this earlier. Kane Velasquez just shows up and get a title match, which is very interesting. I mean, it only took The Fiend, Ray Wyatt, to win one match to get a championship match. So, you know, they set the wheels in motion. So, all right, he won one. Now he doesn't have to win any. But he did beat Brock Lesnar, obviously, in UFC. So, I guess that's the reasoning why he gets the title shot. I don't know. But, anyways, I don't see Brock Lesnar losing, so I'm going to go pick Brock Lesnar here. But, Let's play let's play it the other way. If Kane Velasquez does win, Kane Velasquez hasn't specifically been drafted to a brand. His buddy Rey Mysterio technically is supposed to be on Raw, even though he was on SmackDown this past week and got beat up by Brock Lesnar along with Dominic and Kane Velasquez. Now, obviously Paul Heyman will also be in Brock's corner. I'm saying um I do think Brock's going to Retain, um, I, you know, maybe he doesn't win the match, but retain, um, but if Kane Velasquez did win here, and Houston has now hit a home run, and now they're up, um, two to, two to one, in the bottom of the first, um, I don't, I don't know why I'm giving you these updates, by the time you listen to this, it's well, it's gonna be well over, but regardless, I'm watching it, and so I'm commenting on what I'm looking at, so. Uh, but regardless, so if Cain Velasquez did win and win the title, which would be crazy, uh, to win his first first win a title in his first match ever in WWE, which I don't think has, I don't think anyone's ever won the WWE championship. I know people have won titles in their first match in WWE. Um, Carlito, which has been rumored to making a return, did it. Christian, who is now on the WWE backstage show. I don't know if for good, but he definitely has been on the first couple preview episodes. Because technically they haven't... Their premiere is technically November next Tuesday. November 5th. And John Cena and Gr- Rob Gronkowski are supposed to be on the show. Um, and, uh, yeah. well, So, anyways. It'd be crazy if he did that. and then But then, you know, with Mysterio being on Raw, they move him to Raw with Mysterio... If The Fiend wins the Universal Championship they move it over to SmackDown because obviously Lesnar's on SmackDown I don't know, well whatever if he loses he'll probably be gone for six months anyway so what's the difference but but anyways, although I don't think Fox would specifically enjoy that um, but anyways um, I don't see it happening but that's the way you get around that because, because of the way it's set up right now where Yes, The Fiend is getting his rematch against Seth Rollins from prior to this draft, even though now he's on SmackDown and Rollins is on Raw and the Universal Championship's on Raw, but Cain Velasquez wasn't um, able to be drafted, I guess, so he could then move over to Raw if he beats Brock Lesnar, but I don't see either of those happening, but just scenario that could happen. But anyways, that's going to do it. Um, Thank you for listening. As always, check out the blog at www.razorvader.blogspot.com If you checked out the blog and that's how you're listening to it, maybe check, maybe go to uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and download this podcast and subscribe. Give it five stars. Write a nice review. Maybe share it. Tell your friends or your enemies or your friends' enemies or your enemies' friends. It doesn't matter. Everybody. Um, And let them know it's great. Or let them know it's terrible, and maybe they'll they you know they should listen for themselves and make their own opinion. I don't know don't tell people what to think um you also check me out on, on Twitter at RazorVader. um and yeah, that's gonna do it. Have a happy Halloween coming up um and uh enjoy Crown jewel enjoy Canelo kovalev enjoy u f c two twenty forty four where's the rock's gonna be at Madison square garden go see dark Fate maybe watch the Irishman I don't know check out or do whatever you want to do, maybe watch some Halloween movies, all that fun stuff. Oh, but wait, we're not done because I got a little trick-or-treater for all of you that's coming up. He's going to talk a little bit about him making his some predictions for Crown Jewel and a little bit about trick-or-treating. Um, so I'm going to hand it off to Drew. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, we're back here with Drew the Dominator, Drew the Destroyer. Whatever Drew likes to be called. What do you want him to be called? A fiend? You want to be Drew the Fiend. Alright, Drew the Fiend is here. Uh, Drew is getting ready to pick some picks for Crown Jewel, which happens to be this Thursday. Which also happens to be Halloween. So Drew, tell the people out there what you're going to be for Halloween. A Red
1: Sox player.
0: A Red Sox player, okay. Any particular Red Sox player? Or just...
1: mm, I want to be a fiend player
0: well. later. You want to be the Fiend later?
1: Yeah. I'm but gonna... this
0: year you're going to be uh, a Red Sox player. Okay. I want
1: to I wanna be um, Drew Benintendi.
0: Drew, Andrew Benintendi. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So, but before you go trick-or-treating, there's going to be the Crown Jewel on I wanna, uh, I
1: wanna be, I wanna get, Saudi Arabia. I want to get um, some... Um... Candy? No, no. I want to get some... Um... Yeah, Candy? No, what?
0: You don't want any candy? Alright, Drew doesn't want any candy no, for Halloween, so no, uh, if it comes to your house, don't give me any candy. What? No. What you don't want have, candy? Where
1: what, what do they have downstairs candy?
0: The, what? The Whoppers?
1: Yeah, I want the Whoppers.
0: Drew likes the Whoppers, the little chocolate malt balls. I, I never I never I, liked them. but I uh, like
1: Snickers. I, want well, to,
0: I like Snickers too, yeah. What's your I, favorite candy? If you had to pick one candy, what would be your favorite? Skittles? No, I know you like Skittles. I
1: like but, Skittles.
0: But what's your I, favorite?
1: Um, green.
0: The green Skittles. Yeah. No, but what's your favorite candy overall? If you could only have one candy, what would it be? If you go to the store and they have every single candy, which one are you taking?
1: They have um. Which one? Skittles.
0: Skittles. You're going Skittles. Um. No, you only get pick one.
1: Uh, I want um. Snickers.
0: Snickers. You want no. Snickers? No, I want. Or what?
1: I want, um, what is there downstairs? The Whoppers? Yeah, I want Whoppers.
0: No, but if you could only choose one, what would you choose? Whoppers. you choose Whoppers over anything else? Yeah. You really like Whoppers?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, there you go. If you're giving, getting Drew Candy, he likes Whoppers. He does not like Burger King Whoppers as much, though. I, I like Burger King! You do like Burger King? Yeah, but you've never had a Whopper, have you? At Burger King? Like the big, the big, the big burger? You, what do you usually get at Burger King? You usually get... Chicken Nuggets, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. Well, alright. Let's... <laughs> so, anyways. Let's get to Crown Jewel. This Thursday, um, the, uh, Saudi Arabia WWE Crown Jewel. There are eight matches currently, uh, scheduled. There might add more. Yeah, Baron uh,
1: Corbin days, and Roman Reigns. Right,
0: we'll get to that. No, that's... Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns is on, is on SmackDown on Friday, but they are, they probably will fight each other at some point during the Crown Jewel. But anyway, so they announced the pre-show is going to be a 20-man battle royal with the winner going on to face AJ Styles for the WWE United States Championship later on in the show. So the participants are Sunil Singh. Now, Sunil Singh is currently the 24-7 champion, so I don't know if they'll suspend the 24-7 championship rules for this match or not, because that could get interesting if people are trying to win the 24-7 Title in the middle of this match, but anyways, Sneel Singh, Mojo Raleigh, Eric Rowan, R Truth, Sin Cara, The Brian Kendrick, Titus O'Neill, Tony Nice, Akira Tazawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Luke Harper, Cedric Alexander, Heath Slater, Humberto Carrillo, and No Way Jose. What? Who do you think's gonna win, Drew?
1: Um.
0: A lot of names there, but who um,
1: do you think going to win? Drew Murphy. Buddy Murphy? Yeah, Bear Buddy Murphy.
0: Murphy, all right. Seems like a good enough pick as anyone. Um, I'm going to go with Umberto Carrillo just because they had that match last night on Raw. No, so which, I feel like no, you're no, going that.
1: them in the barricade? Who did that? Um, Blanchard and Bobby
0: Jackson. Oh, yeah, that was like three months ago. All right, so then, moving on. The winner of that would face AJ Styles for the, w, uh, the WWE United States Championship. So, do you th- who do you think is going to win? Buddy Murphy, because that's who you picked, or AJ Styles? Gave,
1: um no no, my just pick um Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy Murphy. I give, uh, no, right. Mur- I gave Buddy Murphy. So you I think pick. Buddy
0: Murphy is going to win the Battle Royal? Yeah. And then go on to beat AJ Styles for the United States Championship? No, I don't
1: my, yeah, I know. um, I have guys here. What? Guys. What are you talking about? A kind um
0: no. Well, who do you think's win? Buddy Murphy or AJ Styles? Buddy Murphy? I just said Buddy. Okay, alright. Alright, I think wait, I already did my picks. <laughs> Sorry. I already did my picks, but I'll let you know because i 'cause I'm gonna I I previously done them in the
1: recording.
0: I'm gonna pick AJ Styles, but
1: are you got one pick?
0: I'm gonna pick AJ Styles, but... uh, Styles, but I I already did my picks. <laughs> so You already heard them, people. Uh uh, but anyways, uh, all right. All right. Next up, we have uh, a singles match between Cesaro taking on the the Saudi Arabian superstar Mansoor.
1: What is Mansoor? He
0: he's in NXT right now mostly, but he for us, he's from Saudi Arabia. That's where the show is. So Cesaro versus Mansoor. Who do you think is going to win?
1: Mansoor. Yeah,
0: I, I I agree with that prediction. Monsor. Alright, next up we have... Um, let's see. Uh, the Tag Team Turmoil Match. Um, to determine... What is it? To determine the best tag team in the world. The WWE World Cup Tag Team World Cup thing. Okay. So, it's the New Day. Biggie and Kofi Kingston, because unfortunately Xavier nope. Woods got injured. Uh, nope. Taking on oh, no, the no. Raw... Ah. What? Um, no, um... Xavier Woods got hurt.
1: Xavier Woods got hurt, and, um,
0: Yeah, so Kofi Mojo
1: Kingston, and, um, Mojo... Yes, um, Mojo's
0: and, hurt, too. He's not going to be on the show. All right, but the tag teams involved in this are The New Day, Biggie and Kofi Kingston, taking on the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, uh, versus Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker, versus the Lucha House Party, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, and or Kalisto. They haven't decided which two. Uh, versus Curt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Versus the OC, Luke Gallows and Carl uh, Anderson. Versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Versus the B Team, Curtis Axel and, uh, and, bowl, and Dallas.
1: And where's fighting?
0: no, we haven't gotten to that yet. We're, we're, we haven't, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, um, no. The, who do you think is going to win the tag, ta- turmoil, the tag Team Turmoil match?
1: Um... What
0: is it? I I just explained it. So the way it works is two teams start, and then once one team pins or beats another team, uh, then another team comes out, and then they keep coming out until all the teams are out, and the team that uh, it wins the last one at the end wins the WWE Tag Team World Cup, becomes the best tag team in the world. So who do you think is going to win? Which tag team?
1: The Favel.
0: The Revival. Okay, it's a good call. Um, I'm going with as I previously mentioned, the uh, Viking Raiders.
1: Aikin. Like Aikin's have launched for the We
0: well, we'll get to that in a second. But next up, we have um the team the 10-man tag team match between Team Hogan taking on Team Flair. Now Team Hogan is captained by Roman Reigns and else has Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G and Ali. And then Team Flair, and also Jimmy Hart's involved too. He's he'll be in the corner with Flair, uh, with Hogan rather. And then Team Flair, which is Team Captain Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah. and Drew said... McIntyre, along with Sami Zayn as well.
1: No, I said. Well, um... oh,
0: actually, nope. <laughs> Take that back. Sami Zayn will not be with them. <laughs> Never mind. He he will not be traveling to Saudi Arabia. I don't want to get into it, but he will not he will not be there. Uh, but anyways, that's the team. Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Who do you got?
1: Team Flare
0: Team Flare, okay Alright, we're going to differ Because I'm going to go on Team Hogan
1: I, I, want team, I want Team Hogan
0: No, you can't change your pick You pick Team Flair. And hey, you want Team Flare or Team Hogan Yeah you, Which one? Yeah Which team one? Team Hogan You're right, right, fine You can switch, Team Hogan Alright, next up We have um, Tyson Fury The undefeated Although he does have one draw against yes, Dante yes. Wilder. Uh, I think, I forget which one he is. He's no, the no, lineal no, Ty Tyson Fury, the lineal Ty heavyweight boxing Fiery. champion, taking on Braun Strowman. Um, it's a regular wrestling match, so it's not a boxer versus wrestling match that they've had in the past. It's just a regular old wrestling match. Who do you got?
1: Braun Strowman.
0: You got Braun Strowman? Okay. I'm going Tyson Fury, but you can go Braun Strowman. Uh, Next up, we have um, the Falls Count Anywhere match for the WWE Universal Championship. The match cannot be stopped for any reason, well, other than pinfall or submission, I I guess. Um, With Seth Rollins defending the WWE Universal Championship against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And I apologize, because Mickey's barking. Uh, what do you Mickey got? Mickey's barking. Yep, like Mickey's barking, so let's ignore it. What do you got? Fiend. You got the fiend? Alright, I, I, I'm torn on this one, but I, I went with Seth you, Rollins. No, I went with Seth Rollins. I don't think. No, no Dad and I
1: like the fiend. Mommy and I like the fiend. And, um, Mimi and I like the fiend. But
0: you like the fiend. Yeah, Right? And, I, and Mickey apparently hates the fiend. I don't know what he's barking at back there, but I he's, you like he's the not fiend? a big fan. Like I like the fiend. Yeah. I like The Fiend. You
1: and you.
0: Okay, but I think he's going to lose. I think Seth Rollins is going to win somehow. No, no,
1: my pick. You picked
0: The Fiend. Great wife. All right, and finally, in the main event of the evening, for the WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar defends against Kane Velasquez. I'm assuming... Well, Brock Lesnar will obviously have Paul Heyman in his corner. I'm assuming Kane Velasquez is going to have at least Rey Mysterio, if not also... Um, no, Dominic. No, 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 but at no, least Ray, I would imagine. No, no. Dominic, in his corner.
1: Dominic, um,
0: got hurt? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he um, yeah. Brock Lesnar beat up all of them on on, uh, on uh, SmackDown. But I think at least Ray will be there, if not both Ray and Dominic in Kane's corner. So who do you got? You got Brock Lesnar or you got Kane Velasquez? Mickey, be quiet. Um now, I don't know what Mickey picked. I can't I don't talk dog. But who you got? Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez? I guess um Cain
1: Velasquez.
0: You want Cain Velasquez? Yeah, I love him. You love Cain Velasquez, yeah. but do you think he's going to win? That's the question. He wins. You think he's going to win? Okay, we are going Cain Velasquez. I'm going Brock Lesnar. So, we got a bunch of different picks, that's for sure.
1: We got all of the picks. I want to do...
0: Alright, so there you go. That's Crown Jewel coming up on Thursday on Halloween. Before you go trick-or-treating and watch a little wrestling. Um, as a baseball I wanna... player, I wanna... get some candy. You better give me some candy. Huh? You better get, You better share some of your candy with me, you know? Okay? Oh, yeah.
1: I want you to get... Um...
0: What? I can't go trick-or-treating. I'm not too old for it.
1: Yeah, hold I'm on. I'm too
0: old. I'm too old for going trick-or-treating. I've been trick or treating in about I don't know twenty twenty seven years or so.
1: Is wrestling on tonight?
0: Uh, yeah, there is some wrestling on tonight. But just want to say, what do you got? You got to say goodbye to the people.
1: Bye, fiend.
0: Tell tell them happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. <laughs> Ooh, spooky! Oh, all right, spooky. It's my crown jewel spooky. and Halloween. Don't eat too much candy and get sick, like this guy will probably do. Don't eat too much candy, but alright. Happy Halloween! Brookie Happy Happy Halloween, 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 Happy Happy Halloween, Silver
1: Shab, Happy Happy Halloween. It's almost
0: time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the marathon and remember the big giveaway at 9. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy
1: Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Happy Happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween, I'm going to go to